Hi everybody, this is The Last 10 Minutes, a comedy podcast where we watch the last 10 minutes of films we've never seen before and we try to work out what happened in them. My name's Will and I'm joined as always by Sean Matthews. Hi Sean. Hi Will, how are you? I'm very well. What's your purpose in life? Ooh, um, that's a very good question. My purpose in life is to be on the earth. (laughs) Your purpose is to be on the earth. Well, you're (laughs) fulfilling that pretty pretty wholeheartedly so far. (laughs) I've got low standards. I've got very low standards of what is achievable and being here is enough. Hmm. <laughs> Sounds so big headed. No, no. But what I mean is being here is enough, Sean. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Thanks for understanding that I'm not an absolute wanker. Well, it's taken me a while in our friendship to get to know that, <laughs> but I do know that now. Um are you enjoying Currently, when at the time we're recording, it's still still pandemic times. There's still a bit of a panny D happening. Uh, but you enjoyed? Yeah. Have you been to a pub? We had a coffee in person, didn't we? We did. We had an Inca coffee person. An in coffee Inca, person. I was going to say in, incognito coffee. What's that? Yeah. Um, we both were in disguise, <laughs> drunk out of straws, didn't touch anything, no fingerprints. Lockdown has not been kind to us. Um, <laughs> to our no, ability uh, to open a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, we had a lovely coffee. The sun's shining. I, I, I really like pubs. That's what I've realised. Yeah. And not in, not in a kind of, uh, I need them way, but they're just nice to be able to sit in a pub garden and enjoy the sunshine. And people are much happier when it's summer, aren't they, Will? I think so. And when they're drinking alcohol. I think both of those yeah. two things. Although there is a tipping point when it gets too hot or you get too drunk where you get angry. I think that both oh, yeah. apply. If you had a pub, yeah. Sean, what would its um what would its gimmick be if you were to own a pub? Oh, good question. I think I'd do Ah, oh, do you know what I thought of this the other day because I made Did a you? margarita. Oh yeah. And I thought a pizza. If I Yeah. <laughs> uh if I was making margaritas margaritas and margaritas, you could call it margarita v margarita um so sorry anyway. can you just run that name by me one more time margarita versus margarita so people oh. have to choose whether they want the drink or the pizza you can't have both is one or the other <laughs> which would you choose in that time. situation <laughs> uh oh that's a very good question i think right now were. because i'm warm yeah, it depends on how hungry you are. If you're going after just eating, I'd say probably the drink. Yeah, um, I've not no, drunk I, alcohol I, in seven days, so I would definitely choose the drink version at the moment. My gimmick would be using all the fruit that you squeeze as garnishes, because what annoys me is when you use <laughs> you squeeze fruit, but then you just chuck it away, and then you have to use a fresh lime to garnish that doesn't really get used properly. Don't waste your fruit, so, <laughs> so yours would be like a no waste sort yeah, of bar. No way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the cocktails will be awful, but the waste will be none. Yeah, you could call it wasted. Ah, oh, nice. What, what's wrong with margarita v margarita? Well, I just... <laughs> do you know what? There's absolutely <laughs> nothing wrong with that. But I'm well, going to open up wasted next door. There's nothing wrong with where we use, where okay. we buy wonky veg from the supermarket and we use that in our cocktails. The thing is, the thing is, in in our most people would think, oh, they're like rivals, but we'd actually be mates and we'd like come out yeah. and we'd like share each other's produce 
And we, this is possibly the most hipster start to a podcast that's ever yeah, happened. Yeah. To be honest, I feel like this actually probably exists somewhere in Hackney already. Or it's like Ridley Road Market yeah. has these two venues on it. Yeah, for sure. Fish and margaritas. Ooh. But I'm not sure if fish... that's... Is that a good mix? No, oh, yeah, I guess ri- tacos and margaritas would be great. Yeah, but fish in a margarita drink would be terrible. Do you know what? They need to rename one of those <laughs> one of those items of <laughs> produce, really. Produce? Is pizza a produce? I don't know. But I'll tell yeah. you, it's definitely not a bit of produce. The movie Soul. Yeah. Perfect nice segue. segue. Do you know what I could have done? I'm just realizing now, so we could edit this out. Uh, I could have said, do you know what else is a fish? A soul? Like a lemon soul? Like that might have worked better. But, yeah, um, I I think I prefer the second one. So maybe cut the first bit, and then we'll we'll um we'll. I think it's important to edit the jokes, especially yours. <laughs> yeah, b- both of them that end up in the final cut. Yeah, yeah, we should edit them. <laughs> yeah. So Soul is a Disney Pixar movie that came out in 2020. Sean, it is the first ever Disney Plus original. I think the first Disney mm. Pixar film to come out initially on a streaming channel. And you, the goddamn chump in the room, haven't seen it. Why is that? I haven't seen it because it's a new film and um and it's just is I know that it's a film that I've I've heard about uh it's been on Disney Plus but if you don't have Disney Plus I I do fortunately have Disney Plus via my wife who has it but um right. uh, you married into we, Disney uh, Plus I married into Disney Plus yeah mate I that was part of the the signatures <laughs> um the vows no, were just all know. the streaming services you both would share with each other. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I uh, I don't know anything about this film, but I I I'm re- I was intrigued by it because um, it seemed like quite a woke film. If that's is that okay? Yeah, that's okay to say that. It's pretty <laughs> yeah. woke. It's a woke film. It's an interesting. It's an interesting take on the film. I think you're probably referring to the fact that it's the first ever um, Pixar film to feature an African American protagonist. Um, yeah, and it, it's. I watched this film two nights ago, or last night. Some in the past, I watched this film. Uh, it's it's amazing. I really really loved it. Um, yeah, and so it was like. I'm about to describe how we chose the film. We just chose the film. Shut up, Will. Edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> should I um? Should I tell you what I know about the film, Will? Which hey, is Sean. I don't know anything. Could you about tell me? <laughs> <laughs> Sean, could you tell me everything you know about the film, please? <laughs> nothing. Okay. I just know. I just know that it has a, a more diverse cast than a usual Disney film has in the past. Which. To be honest, probably not saying much. Um, the uh, do you know anything about the images? Have you seen any pictures? Do you know what the cover is? Do you know what the font looks like? Do you know anything about what the film is? Yeah, I know what the font looks like because it's oh, at, yeah. at the end of the film, and I have actually watched the last ten minutes of the film. Um, so I know what. Yeah, I know what the font looks like. It's quite <laughs> sort of is it's cool. It's arty. It's got. I think it's an orange in the O. I I love that um, we we've like really this is scraping the bottle of the barrel the bottle the bottom of the barrel when we're talking about yeah. what the font talking was. about the font yeah yeah, yeah 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 this is the kind of thing we like to get into font 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 <laughs> put the fun into font I guess um, tell me about the last ten minutes of Soul Sean what happens in the last ten uh, minutes of Soul 
Okay, it was beautiful. Um, it had lots of lovely voices, but um, I'm going to do it re- as quickly as I can. So basically, uh, there's this guy who's playing the piano, and immediately I'm hooked. I love the piano, and yeah. uh, I don't play it. I just love them. And uh, he starts to play. He looks quite glum and sad, and I'm like, what's wrong, mate? He's got a moustache a bit like yours, Will. Uh, Will has a moustache at the moment. <laughs> yeah, it's I fantastic. do. I currently have a moustache, yeah. Um, so he, he starts playing the piano and he goes into this magical world. Seems to be quite a theme at the moment with Disney Pixar films, that they go into an, a parallel universe or a world within your brain, like um, Inside Out. But anyway, um, uh, yeah, so they're in this world and he sees this guy on a pirate ship and I knew it was Graham Norton and it was Graham Norton. How did you know that? He, I just love his voice and I know his voice. Um, uh-huh. And he's sailing on this pirate ship and he says that your friend, 22, has become a ghost person because they lived at one point. That was confusing. I've got to be <laughs> honest, sometimes, I, you know, you think Disney would be quite easy to work out what's happening for the last <laughs> 10 minutes. But now they're actually quite complicated. Um, and uh, I was like, oh, yes, I'm going to love this because this is about emotions and it's about things that are important in life. Anyway, so he starts to chase after his friend, who and his friend is like proper pissed off. <laughs> um, does what doesn't want to know, really angry. It's like hissing at him like a cat, and um, it's scary. I was like, oh, I'm quite scared for you because if you've lost your friend, that's really sad. But then what happens is all these horrible like ghosts start coming over the his friend and him, saying things like, oh, you're not good enough. You haven't got what it takes. You you were never you never tried hard enough. You were never going to achieve anything. And I was like, oh my god, this is seriously about lots of issues. And um, <laughs> but good good things. You know, we're talking about good things here. Um, and uh, and then um, what happens next? Uh, oh, and then he finds this little acorn acorn leaf, mm-hmm. and the acorn leaf is what he has when he's playing the piano, and he gives it to her. And she remembers something and then she goes from being angry and horrible to being his friend again and really loving. And then uh, there are like these squiggly Picasso people that like seem to be able to kind of uh, decide who does what in life and whose purpose is what. And um, they are also recognisable voices, um, but they're also really funny. And... um, then they go into this hole. There's this hole to planet Earth and they get to fall into planet Earth but then they have to say goodbye. Oh, it's confusing, Will. It's really yeah. confusing. But eventually, <laughs> I think what happens is that they both find their purpose in life and right. it doesn't matter what they're going to do. What matters is that they're going to live every moment and that is a great message. But... I couldn't work out whether 22 is part of Joe or whether Joe... That was what was confusing. I was like, yeah. who... Is 22 a part of you? Are you also, like, part of that guy who was, like, Graham Norton on the... Because he was... And then there seems to be, like, a parallel universe because when Graham Norton went under the sea, he then was back in <laughs> Brooklyn somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. What I can say is that 
it was it confused the hell out of me. Yeah, this is I think a lot of the time when we do this, I think it's probably fun. Well, I hope it's fun to listen whether or not you've seen the film. This one I don't know how fun it is to <laughs> to explore this without having watched the film because the no, ending you... is so out of context and strange without the explanation. Yeah, you've got I you you have to watch it I think to to because it's also like speaking as really someone who pretty. hasn't watched it. Sean says you yeah. have to watch it. Speaking as someone who doesn't know what they're talking about, I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, exactly. Um, but no, the the last ten minutes is confusing. But I'm sure it will make sense when they set up all of the parallel universes and all of the pianos everywhere. Yeah, and you married into Disney Plus, so you're a couple of seconds away from starting that film at any time. Listen, I can I can just watch it whenever I want. I might do it in tonight. <laughs> it's a bold claim from Sean. He might watch a film mm-hmm. tonight. Yeah. Um. Based on the ending of the film, Sean, do you have any idea what the rest of the film is about? What happens in the rest of it? Oh, I think it's about a guy who really likes music and and has has always been brilliant at playing the piano, but he maybe it, the music industry is too competitive or maybe he's been told he's not good enough and he has to go on a quest... To find the the meaning of all of it, and uh, in, in true Disney classic fashion, uh, he meets all his enemies and all his friends, and they have messages for him from the deep and beyond, and the beautiful self, <laughs> the beautiful self, and um, that tickled you, and, that, didn't it? You enjoyed yeah, that. Yeah, I like that. I like that. And uh, the band, the beautiful self, yeah, turn up. They sing Rotterdam. But then. What I can't understand, and I think this is probably quite like usual, is that there are so many different characters in different worlds that don't seem to mix. But I'm sure they do. I think, I think probably the squiggly Picasso people are, are, um, you know, like puppeteers of everyone's life, and they're sort of telling. Okay. They're like because they have abacuses that mean that people get a second chance or something that not go into the ghost. Yeah. So world where or, where. So yeah, so do you think that's the ghost world? Where where do you think they are? Like that's probably the last question I have before we move on is where where do you think this this part of the movie is set? Space. <laughs> well, it looks like space. Oh, no, I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at the concept <laughs> of what we're doing. Uh, it does look like yeah. space. It's well spacey. <laughs> it's spacey as hell and they also drop down into the ozone layer of planet Earth. Yeah. So that makes sense. And there seems to be like everyone has like an alter ego in mm-hmm. space. But then you have your own body in on earth that does things. Yeah. And maybe the things that are in space are your emotions telling you that you can't do things and you can do things and what's the point and but really it's just about being happy, Will. It's just about being happy, Sean. Well, I know something that makes yeah. you happy, well, which is trivia. That's true. I do love trivia. I'm very, very excited whenever, I, whenever I'm in a pub or with a friend and they say, let me tell you something about this film. I go, I'm just going to stop you there. Let me get excited first. <laughs> do you always stop people <laughs> to get excited so you can get excited? Yeah, yeah, we need to get excited together about this. It's like we need to get ready for the trivia. Are you trying to so say that, that you can... touch yourself? Is that is that where this is going? No. No, okay. No, sorry, Will. sorry. No. 
No, that's not what this podcast is. <laughs> so well, I, I really should have been wearing some trousers. <laughs> uh, okay, let's go. Trivia. So in the trivia section, we try and genuinely Hold learn on, I'm going to stop you there, Will. I'm okay, going to stop thanks. you there. So we can get... Let me just get excited about right, it. Right, right. Okay, Sean. Okay, yeah, go, go. Sean's go, taking go, his go. top off and is tweaking his nipples. <laughs> so in the trivia section, we actually try and learn something about the film. We ask Sean some trivia questions. Spoiler alert, he'll probably get them wrong. Uh, but we don't care about that. All we care is the cold hard facts that we get at the end of the question. Right, Sean? Or do you care about the numbers? Yeah. I care about the cold hard facts. Nice. Cold hard question number one. Uh, uh, towards the start of the film, Joe has to avoid standing on some nails. How long are those nails? Ooh, 2.5 millimetres. Okay. I don't think As long as the finger. To be honest, it's not a very good question because I don't know the definite answer. Yeah, is it a really bad question, Will? I mean, (laughs) does it mean anything to the film how long these nails are? Yeah, I'll I'll tell you. So during the scene when... This is the answer, Sean. He answers immediately. Um, Oh, wow. During during the scene when he's uh, avoiding unintentionally avoiding some deadly objects um he steps around a pile of large nails that are facing up which could well be a reference to trent Reznor and atticus ross the two two of the composers of the film who are also well known for their industrial rock band nine inch nails yeah boy ah i should have thought about that nine inches yeah you got that one right yeah that's one one to sean one point. Um, this could be a bit of a spoiler town for you, Sean, but we're going to go with it. It's all right. It's um, all right. I've watched it you know, 10 minutes, mate. Yeah, that's sort of the whole point. Why do the New York Knicks keep losing? Oh. Uh, what do you think's the reason for them being so terrible? Um, they, they put their fingers in butter before they play. Um, elaborate. How do you think that could be related to the film? Well, you know, like <laughs> they're, they're, they're just trying to pitch enemies. another restaurant. Yeah, I'm trying to pitch Butterfingers. <laughs> <laughs> the New York Knicks love it. That's all I'll say. Um, no, I don't know. I, I think they've lost their powers. They've lost the. They've. Do you know what? They've probably lost their confidence. Oh yeah. What do you think led to their loss in confidence? Uh losing the best player they ever had, Patrick Ewing. Wow. I don't know if that's a joke or a fact. <clears throat> that's a fact, mate. Uh, I like cold, hard facts. You know me. <laughs> you do. You like getting yourself excited for cold, hard facts. Um, <laughs> the, the answer is sort of because they lose their confidence. Sort of because someone likes to mess with people on Earth by throwing them off. Okay, yeah. So two so points. They're, they're putting them off. Yeah, yeah, 22 yeah. points in total, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah so... This, the, the, this is good. I don't want to reveal too much about that, but if you've seen the film, you'll sort of understand. I mean, if you've seen okay, the film, cool, yeah. that's, you'd already know that. Question number three. Uh, why did they decide the protagonist would be a musician? Why did they choose that as his um, profession or uh, oh, vocation? Um, because... Now... I don't know if this is true or not, but I wondered whether the voice for the main the main character was um, Jamie Fox. Oh, bonus point to Sean! It is Jamie Fox. Well and played. he is one of the most talented, just presence 
uh, in show business. And he's also a brilliant musician and pianist. So that's probably why they chose music as his thing. So you think they had him on board and then made it around that? I think they, yeah, I think they cast him and they were like, oh, no, mm, yeah, I think they cast him and they were like, well, you know, music. It's a, it's a nice idea. I like that answer. It's not quite there. So the reason they chose a musician is because they wanted a profession the audience could root for. So the audience could be like, come on. Um, they tried oh, an yeah. actor and a scientist. <laughs> <laughs> and, nah, nah. Who gives a shit about their vocation? Yeah, no <laughs> one's cheering. I mean, I probably we're all cheering in our head scientists at the moment because they're saving our lives. Yeah. But at the same time, it's not like scientists walk down the street and get like a a clapping accolade. Whereas, like, if you can play the piano, you're basically <laughs> the <laughs> you're basically it for the yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, so Pete Pete Doctor, who is the writer and director, or co-director, I should say, um, he he also should get a PhD and be called Doctor Doctor, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's just a no-brainer. Um, he yeah. said soul is an exploration of where should your focus be? What are the things that, at the end of the day, are really going to be the inth- important things that you look back on? You know? Yeah, that's nice. That's exactly what I got from it. And, yeah, yeah I guess every, everyone... I would say the majority of people like music. And scientists. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, apart from Shani. She's a goddamn um, scientist, clearly. Yeah, yeah. Or an actor. Uh, and, oh. yeah, and like, even though not, not everyone can play an instrument, I think everyone can appreciate the fact that people can. Yeah, you play the drums? <laughs> Cold hard facts. Cold hard facts facts question number four classic free fusion and modal are all types of what sorry can you repeat the question question number four (laughs) classic free fusion and modal are all types of what jazz yeah you did very well um can you name the character who has those words on his t-shirt in the film Ooh. Uh. <laughs> so I don't know why this came to my head. Razzmajazz. <laughs> think I think you're thinking of the word jazz and razzmatazz. I think that's where yeah. where that came from. No, his name is Curly. So Curly is a character who wears a T-shirt that reads classic and free and fusion and modal and which are all forms oh, of jazz. Yeah. That's much cooler than razzmajazz. No, I was <laughs> I was gonna ask how Pablo Picasso helped out with this film. But I, I I think you've already sort of touched on it, to be honest. Did he actually help? That's cold, hard facts. Well, I mean, it's sort of cold, hard speculation. He didn't help. <laughs> those characters... He just was an inspiration. Well, I guess name the artistic movement that those characters that you saw yeah, yeah, were yeah, named yeah. after. What's the, like... art- what's the artistic movement they're, they're sort of um, animated in the style of? Uh... What's his movement? Picasso. Well, it's Picasso, but Cubism. Yeah. Yeah. A level art, motherfuckers. <laughs> which which artist? Um, uh, which artist uh, scratches his art, uh, bum? Oh, that would be um, Summer McBurney. Yeah, that's Picasso. <laughs> <clears throat> oh. <laughs> Sorry, Summer McBurney, if you're listening to this, 
I don't know if you pick your bum, but I've heard that you're a bum scratcher. I took a, a big sip of water and spilled it all down myself. It was like a victory sip that failed. <laughs> right next to a microphone. Yep. Uh, that's the end of the questions, Sean. Oh, no. I enjoyed I, that. I know. Shut up. Wait a second. I've got one more, one more question that I've lost. Where's the question that I lost? I um, like the Picasso characters. They made me laugh a lot. I thought they were clever. <clears throat> um... So there was a there was a driver who was driving Jamie Foxx to set and he said to Jamie Foxx before any of the information had been released to the public or anything he said you guys are making a black film and Jamie Foxx was like what were you talking about how do you know that how did he know <gasps> Oh man did Jamie Foxx have a t-shirt on it saying <laughs> said I'm making I'm a film I'm doing a Disney film <laughs> Uh, the the answer is interesting and also like a very interesting insight into sort of the the whitewashing of pixar which is that he said he'd never picked up so many black people and taken them to pixar this driver was a a black driver and was like clearly something's um in the works because i've not brought this many people who look like me to this place of work so there you go hopefully things are changing in that direction and question number yeah. bonus question. What is the name of the cat therapy service, Mr. Mitten? Oh, wait. <clears throat> Take that again. What is the name of the... Ca- <laughs> I really stumbled over the words. What, what is the name of the cat therapy service that the cat Mr. Mittens works for? Cat so essentially, can you, can you improvise a good name for a cat therapy service? Like, you know, they bring therapy uh, cats around to you. Yeah. Um. Oh, oh Sean. Talking looking. in whiskers. Talking in whiskers. <laughs> oh, that's very good. That's, I, I'm very Im- impressed. I would have gone for. Is pulling at strings. Hey, hey. I would have gone for help me out. Oh, that's good. Yeah, but I've had yeah, more time like to that. think about it. The actual answer is feline better. Oh, that's nice. I like that. Like feeling better. So, Sean, you did very well there. I think I'm going to give you like 68 out of 85. Whoa! Big money. Big Big money. money. Big money. My granddad (laughs) has a lot of money. My grandfather has a lot of money. He does. He does have a lot of... I mean, in, in... In the stories of old. In the stories of old. (laughs) Um, So that... That That was great. I enjoyed that trivia. Um... This this film, I I wanted to do something like special and fun for this film because I think it's a really incredible film about jazz music and it is just a really great watch. But I was like, I don't know how talented Sean is as a jazz musician. I I don't think you are that. I don't mean to be rude, but no, no, I'm 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 a good drummer, but jazz drumming is hard. Why is it hard? What makes it different? It's is it, well, no, it's not improvisation. But it it lends itself to improvisation, so you can improvise. But it's just very. Uh, why is it hard? It's hard because there's no like, there's no sort of right or wrong way. You just you feel it more than anything mm. else. You got to take like a while to pause beforehand to get excited for it as well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. The preparation is very important. <laughs> so, instead of making you perform jazz music, Sean, I'm going to ask you some really easy questions to have a discussion okay, yeah, with cool. you. 
Simple questions, yeah. easy to answer. Where do you, where are you before you're born? Where are you? Before you're born. Yeah, where's like your conscious self? Where's your where's your where where is the essence of Sean before Sean was born? Oh, that is an incredible question. <laughs> well, location wise, you're in your mother's womb. Yeah. Um but I would say your consciousness must be there and brewing but you're not you're not advanced enough to know what it is so you're not conscious of conscious of your consciousness no but you must you must be because they say babies can dream when they're in the womb so do you reckon you're in the womb dreaming of margaritas versus margaritas oh yeah for sure that's been a lifelong a a (laughs) lifelong dream of mine um but yeah I, i think I think I'd like to think there's sort of a dreamland that babies live in before they're born where they kind of run around and make silly noises and but you know they're just like walking on clouds and yeah, then they yeah, come yeah. out to the real world they come out to the real world covered in blood screaming <laughs> <laughs> why are they covered in blood covered in blood covered in mucus covered in everything oh because of because of the being inside the mother i thought they were in the cloud land and they'd like fucked up some other babies or something oh I don't know no what no. happened there's no blood in cloud land sorry <laughs> if there is it's all just <laughs> wisps of cloud right yeah exactly uh another easy question uh what happens when you die i have no idea um i don't know i don't know I, oh, we did, I, I didn't come here for don't knows, Sean. I, didn't come uh, here. I came here for I definite. A, I, I came here for cold hard facts, you <laughs> motherfucker. Okay, you die. You, you, you. I would like to think that you would go somewhere and have some fun, and everything would just be possible. You could dream up any situation, and it would happen. Okay. And and you'd feel it. You wouldn't. You wouldn't just be. You'd feel it like when you. It would be even more of a feeling than dreaming when you're sleeping. Because you'd be like dreaming when you're awake, but it'd be real. But it'd be... Yeah. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. So in, in this like in-between world, in the film, little spoiler, I just... <laughs> sorry, I just had a load of... I've been hydrating a lot more than usual, Sean, right? Because I'm in isolation. Mm. And mm. a result of that, apparently, is I have loads more saliva when I talk. So I just swallowed mm. it all and thought, that's fine. No, it's not. <laughs> all the people listening can hear me go... <laughs> That's right. How many times have you wet your pants in 40 minutes? Like, normal amount, like three? Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's probably, uh, that's probably, it's probably a thing people genuinely suffer with, but, uh, so sorry if you yeah. do, and you're wetting yourself whilst listening to this, but it won't be because yeah. of the jokes, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> in, in the film, Sean, uh, people get what I'm going to call, I can't remember the actual name, soul mentors, mm. right? I won't explain what they're for. You can work that out. But if you had a soul mentor, who would you who would you choose to mentor your soul? You get to choose anyone, living or dead, um, or in between, to be a soul mentor. Who's the person who you're choosing to teach you how to be a soul? Do you know who I think would? Uh, I don't. I think this person is still alive, actually. But I can't. That's remember. okay. That's okay. Um. Nina Simone, I think, would be a brilliant soul mentor. Just oh. like, are you thinking of like soul just, music or like 
your soul. No, ju- I just think <laughs> she'd have both. She'd she have would, like, yeah. She'd have like really soulful music that she could play. Mm-hmm. But then also, I reckon as an aside, she'd she'd make a few like few comments that would just be like gem bombs. Gem, gem bombs. bombs? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think she'd be good. I think she'd be good. Just just based on her lyrics, really. That's what I'm taking that from. Cold yeah. hard facts. Cold hard facts. <laughs> um, <laughs> so this, like, to reveal a little bit more about the film, I suppose. This is, I mean, well, you've sort of already got it. That it's about purpose and like what we're here for and what your passion yeah. is and whether you're yeah. here for a purpose or whether life is about living. You know, that's a question that you've answered. But have Pixar answered it? maybe um but what would if if you were the which i'm surprised that you weren't if you were the main protagonist of this film if it was called sean's soul we're sean versus soul (laughs) no we we need to come up no i'm sorry we need to beat that title what would the name of this film be if it had you in it so are you (laughs) soul (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just be soul but spell S-E-A-L which everyone would yeah. read as seal <laughs> <laughs> it would have loads of seals in it we've never spoken about that actually the spelling of your name I uh, until I met yeah. you Sean was always S-H-A-U-N in my head and then I met you and now it's well, you're wrong. scene yeah do you you're get upset wrong. about Sean versus scene uh, n- no but I do think I do think it's a good way. It's the better way of spelling it. Um, uh, I think it's I the Irish know, way of spelling uh, it, right? It is indeed the Irish way. I don't have a fadder on the A, but um, it's uh, it's a lovely name. Uh, essentially, it just it's John, so it's not as nice when you put it in what? English, but in Irish, it's lovely. Yeah, Sean is John in Irish. No. Yeah. So my middle name is John, so I'm technically William Sean. See back in Fury. Yeah. What's your yeah, middle you, name? If you lived in Ireland. Matthew. Aw. Matthew is actually Irish for William, did you know? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so but William's actually Irish for cold hard facts. <laughs> <laughs> so sure. Well, can I I've got a game I've got a game for you. You've got a game? I got a game Whoa. in my head. Are you ready? Okay. <laughs> did you do- am, Wait, 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 so wait, wait. I, I'm gonna stop you there. Wait. Let me get excited. Yeah. Okay, great. Let's get myself ready? excited. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready now. I'm excited. Okay, cool. Right. Uh, so, how the winner of this game <laughs> is the one who can name the most Disney films in 30 seconds. Okay. <laughs> I mean, the problem here is whoever goes first. It's just going to name loads of them. <laughs> and then the other person will repeat them. Yeah, but that's all right. Because there's always... Okay, there's always going to be someone who will know more than others. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to allow you to go first. <laughs> You've got 30 seconds to name as many as you Disney can. Disney Pixar. Yeah, yeah, whatever you want. As long as they're Dixney. <laughs> Dixney. I don't care. I just want to see how many you know and how many I know. As a, as a test... And then, well, whoever wins, wins the world, and we move on. Oh, my God, this is difficult. I am going to keep a tally of yours, and you've got 30 seconds. Ready? Uh, no. Steady? 
Go. So, Inside Out, Toy Story 1, Toy Story 2, Toy Story 3. Hold on, Lion Jesus! Uh, you can't, no, I made, I've made a rule. You can't just <laughs> name three Toy Stories. You have to say Toy Story, including all of them. Sounds like someone's making up rules to this after he started the game. No. Why? Hold right, on. Okay. You, are you saying you're writing down the films I say? No, I'm writing down a tally so I remember how many you get. Okay, I thought you'd stop me because I was going too quickly. I was like, hold on. It said in 30 <laughs> seconds. All right, are you ready? Go! Okay, uh, Inside Out, Toy Story, Soul, Lion King, Pocahontas. Um, fucking hell, why can't I think of anything? Hercules, The Emperor's New Groove, um, Pirates of the Caribbean... Uh, are there any others? I think that's all of them. Um, Hunchback of Notre Dame, Moana, mm -hmm. Frozen, mm -hmm. Brave. Stop. <sighs> One, two, three, four, four. That was horrible. I hated that. I hated it more than okay, anything. Okay, my turn. You keep a tally of me. <laughs> yeah, fine. Are you ready? Do I have to time you as well? Yeah, I timed you. Oh, man. I've got to do so much. I didn't even expect this. All right. Three. Okay, ready? Two. One, go. Sleeping Beauty, Lion King, uh, Return of Jafar, Aladdin, um, Rapunzel, uh, Cinderella, uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, um, Hercules. Uh, come on, Sean. Um, uh, Toy Story. Um, oh, it's really hard. Um <laughs> How is it so hard? Uh, Time. Ah, oh, I lost. I lost. You got nine. I got nine. You got 11. <laughs> you fucking idiot. I beat you at a film game. I, I, yeah. I mean, no it one is. was fact-checking. Were you fact-checking that I got actual Disney films? Yeah. I do, do you know what's funny? I... I, I genuinely don't know as many as I thought I would. Yeah. You absolute yeah. idiot. Amazing. Absolute idiot. It's cause I, I could have named the Moana. I could have said... I did that one. Uh, oh, there's a really good one I watched recently that's about Cinco de Mayo. I can't remember what it's called. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, really yeah. Good. Is it Disney or is it DreamWorks? Don't know. I think it's called Seal. Yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. That was a good game. Was that just a game to see who knows the most about Pixar? Yeah, it was just a competition game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. next we're going to play a game where you list all the streaming services that your wife has. <laughs> um, okay, Sean. Netflix. No, okay, sorry. <laughs> You're the main character in Saul. <laughs> Better call yeah. Saul. Um, yeah. The... The movie is about you. What is your passion? What is the thing that we follow you and you trying to work out whether it is your purpose or just something that you do? Uh, my passion is tap dancing. Oh, yeah? Is that... Is that are you such a good tap dancer you can't even pronounce tap dancing? You say tap dancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tap dancing. Mm -hmm. Okay, so... What, what's happened in the life of Sean the tap dancer? Uh, well, I... Uh, I've always been tap dancing and uh, I'm really good at it but um, one day I stubbed my toe really badly 
and uh, I had to do it with one one leg for a while, and then I got back both legs and were was just even better than I was before, and mm-hmm. I tap danced with the with the greats Arthur Gruly Gruly, Whiskers McGee, G L Buckers Wiggers. Um, all, all the great tap dancers. GL Booker's Wiggers uh, had a great quote on the front of her book, didn't she? What was the quote on the front of her book about tap yeah, dancing? Yeah. Uh, that's right. It was um, two toes make a right. <laughs> uh, good times, but yeah, no, it's 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 a fantastic life I've had, and I'd like to thank everyone for giving me the opportunity to. Tap dance, uh, make it a thing, be famous from it. Uh, I've got very various different shoes, colours. <laughs> what, what else do you want to know? Yeah, well, we don't want to know about your shoes. Uh, looking back over your vast career of tap dancing, <laughs> um, yeah. What what are the things that you remember most about life? What are the most important things that you've done in your life? And choose two things. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, never cross the road. Uh, with an umbrella. Wait, sorry. I asked um, you for the two most important things you've done in your life, and then you told yeah. me to never cross the road with an umbrella. What the hell are you talking about, you <laughs> tap dancing idiot? Uh, no, I danced once at the Rockefeller Center um, on the ice skating rink. That was pretty fun. And uh, I once was taught... that a performance, or were you just dancing? No, I was just dancing. That was that oh, was nice. a high point. And then there, uh, once I tightrope walked over um, two very, very tall points uh, with a guy <laughs> called... A French guy. <laughs> ah, a guy French called guy a French used to do guy. It on the... <laughs> yeah, we did it together once. And then I, I was fine. It was fine. So interestingly, like your vocation and your like thing that you're doing in life is tap dancing. But those two memories don't involve an audience or don't... One of them doesn't involve tap dancing. One of them's tightrope walking. What are you talking about? Yeah, I tap danced over the tightrope. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that, that sort of ruins the sum up that I was coming to, which was the most important memories in life are not necessarily the thing that you're like, oh, this is the reason I'm here. It's just about the other yeah. stuff that's happening, you know, and little, it, yeah, little well, interactions, little things. To help you out, Will, uh, you're right. Thanks. I think uh, I think sometimes it is just about doing things that aren't necessarily what you're what you were born to do. It's about being happy. It's about being Sorry, happy. Sorry, there's a fly. <laughs> there's a fly in the room, and it's just taunting me. Oh, it's like that episode of Breaking Bad. Have you seen that? Yeah, it's bad. It's like a bad. whole episode with a fly. <laughs> so, Will, uh, anything else? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to give us another game, though. No, to be honest, Sean, like. This is one of those films that's just really heartwarming and really well done. And I love it a lot. And I don't really have much to joke about about it. Although I do have a question for you. If your soul could be transported yeah. into any animal's body, which animal would you choose and why? Giraffe. Why? Uh, because they're, be- they're beautiful and they can eat plants from very high up. Oh, I mean, that is probably the worst answer. No, because they live in the safari and they live with elephants. And I they love don't elephants all live too. in a safari. <laughs> no, they don't. 
Some of them live in the wild too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, some of them but do. But better than. Do you um, um, do you want to have a neck that long though? That's a, a cumbersome neck. Yeah, but I don't think giraffes really think about that. They 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 are what they are. Yeah, but I think you would if you were suddenly in a giraffe's body. You'd be like, my neck is oh, crazy. Yeah, yeah. For sure, yeah. I, I don't definitely... mean to poo-poo your your choice, but poo-poo. No, poo-poo it all. Um, yeah, I think definitely that would be a cumbersome neck. And uh, I'd have to think about what to do with that. Yeah. So have you learned anything about the film, Sean? Have you learned anything about Soul that's going to take you into watching it whenever you watch it? Probably this evening, which is exciting. I've learned that it's probably going to make me cry because I cried again. I cry at everything. Yeah, my girlfriend and I had a big old cry. A big old cry during this film. Yeah. It is, it's very emotional and it's, I think it's, I think it's a lovely message and the characters are funny and the the people they get to do the voices are great. I like it. I'm going to watch it. Sean likes it without even having watched it. So I guess stay tuned to find out what Sean thought of it after he saw it and whether he was right about anything he said, which was not much, to be honest. He just likes mm. cold, hard facts. And I've got a cold, hard fact for you, Sean. That's the end of the yeah. episode. Woo! Cold, hard what? facts. I like have, have you learned anything? Are you bettered as a person? Have you come to a, a conclusion about anything? No, not really. Uh, Great. Yeah, that's it. That's the kind of that's the kind I, of ending I... <laughs> we guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times though. I really look. I, I'm really just... looking forward to. I'm sorry. Oh, now we're fucking speaking over each other. This is a nightmare. This is an absolute nightmare. Do you know what? This fight. Well, stop drinking for seven days. It's the, the worst thing apart... that's ever happened. My relationship to the film <laughs> is I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Good. I, it was actually, no, that's a very good question, Sean. When, well done. I think you've pulled us out of a conversational uh, hole. Um, <laughs> because at every point of this film, I was like, I had no idea what was going to happen next. I had absolutely no idea. And at the, at the oh, start, he's like, at the start, just to give you a bit of a, a little taste of the first 10 minutes, he's a middle school music teacher. He's teaching music. But then he gets his big break audition. And then you're like, oh, he's just going to the audition now. This is happening so quickly. What's going to happen next? Something bad's going to happen. And then something bad does happen, but I did not see it coming in the first 15 minutes of a Pixar film for something that bad to happen. Uh, but it's done in a way that's quite palatable and fun. Um, so if you know what mm-hmm. I'm talking about, you're like, yeah. But if you don't know what I'm talking about, you're like, whoa, i got to watch this film. And what is this podcast, if not just a marketing campaign for Disney? Because they need our help. They do, they really do, and I'm glad that we've done so many Disney films because without us, they're nothing. Yeah, all they've done is grossed millions of dollars, and I could gross out millions of dollars any any day of the week. <laughs> yeah, am I right? <laughs> all right? Cold hard facts. Sean's gonna go home and get himself excited for our next episode. Uh, say yeah. goodbye to the listeners, Sean. Goodbye, listeners. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, I've been Will. That's been Sean. This is the last 10 minutes. If you liked us, please subscribe to us, like us, rate us on iTunes, do all that kind of thing. Share it with your friends. Go and watch Soul. And you can also listen to us on Wonky Radio, live on Saturday. Wonky Radio. Oh, yeah. yeah. 7 p.m. Boo, 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 boo. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye.